What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast, hailing out of the beautiful, the gorgeous, and expensive Livermore, California. Now, once again, I'm going to just be jumping into it. I just got out of my karate class, and I'm in the mood to kick some ass. So I'm going to be hitting y'all with the word of the day right now. Hey-ya! The word of the day is imposter. And I already know what you're saying. Ruby Rube, why do I need to strengthen my vocabulary? And why do I need to know this word imposter? Well, I told you once. I told you twice. I'll tell you three times a lady. When you have a improved and robust vocabulary, you'll be able to obtain a firmer grasp of how the world works, of reality. You'd be able to identify what is from what isn't. And if you don't have the words to describe everything as it is, well, you can, you can just, I guess, rely on your seven-word vocabulary and walk around like a caveman beating your chest. That works for some of us, but hey, not for us at Gathering Strength. We gather all sorts of strength, including vocabulary. Now, the definition of imposter is a person who pretends to be someone else in order to deceive others, especially for fraudulent gain. Now, why is that? It's important to be able to identify a imposter One of these wanksters that 50 Cent calls out in his raps. You know, one of these guys who claim they're from the streets. They talk about this and that in their raps. But, man, meanwhile, they live in Beverly Hills. So they are trying to fraudulently represent a a lifestyle that they did not grow up in. And, hey, if you are from these streets, you can... Take that as a sign of disrespect. And you will then call out those wanksters and those fake gangsters who are imposters. So go ahead and add that word to your vocabulary quiver. And feel free to let that one fly. As I've mentioned before, you never know when you're going to find yourself in a rap battle with Eminem. Now, you know your boy Ruby Rube has something up his sleeve. I'm not going to just hit you guys with the words of the day and not wrap them into the meat and potato. Hey, I want to bundle these things together and tie them up with a nice little bow and present it in a nice package for you. Just like a little fortune cookie. The only difference between those fortune cookies and my podcast is one is enough of those fortune cookies but hey this podcast you cannot get enough of this hey i'm not gonna give you a cavity i'm not gonna make you fat if anything i'm gonna make you strong i'm gonna make you buff oh yeah listen to enough of these podcasts and you will get that buff body that buff bank that buff mind and that buff spirit i'm gonna get you jacked i'm gonna get your veins to have veins You're going to be looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1972 when he was competing for the Mr. Olympia competition. Hey, maybe not physically, but maybe you will look like that mentally. Maybe your bank will look like that. 
maybe your your spirit will be able to pop its pecs and flex some uh, an eight pack. But that's neither here nor there. We will get there with our due diligence and with the magic of compounding growth, we will arrive exactly where we're supposed to arrive. So onward. Today's meat and potatoes subject of a podcast is a psychological phenomenon called imposter syndrome. Now, what is imposter syndrome? I'm glad you asked. Because us over here at Gathering Strength, we accumulate our vocabulary. We learn about psychological phenomenon. Now, first we need to identify, hey, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Now, how does that apply to you? Before you identify how that is applicable to you, I'll tell you a little story on how I identified how this imposter syndrome was affecting me and my life and what I did to overcome it. One of the first times that I encountered this imposter syndrome, I didn't know. I didn't know that this was something that was categorized. I thought it was just, I don't know, a certain way that I was feeling. I didn't know that other people feel this way. I didn't know that there was study in great detail that, man, smart people have identified. And once again, when you learn about these things and you see how they're applicable to your life, that is empowering. A little switch, a light bulb illuminates above your head. And now, because you know, you know. Now, the first time that I wrestled with imposter syndrome was when I started to, to try to gain wedding clients. Now, I was at a point in my life where I was listening to a bunch of audiobooks and podcasts, and I was starting to read about entrepreneurship. And one of the ways that you discover a a side hustle is you have to look at yourself and say, hey, what am I good at? What do I like to do? What looks like fun? Where's their market? Where is where can I provide this service? And I, I did that research amongst myself and I found a little market in which I would I thought that I would be able to to thrive in. I thought I would be able to have some success in and that led me to photography. Now, I'm a creative person. Uh, Prior to me wanting to earn some money from my photography skills, I was like, you know what, hey, I I like taking photos. I, I like doing videography. I like talking with people. I like meeting people. And hey, turns out that that is a a little a little some caveats that you want your wedding photographer to have. And and you know what? Those people make some good money. 
And now I remember I was so eager to land my first wedding. Man, I was willing to do it for free. But I also learned that when you give away your services for free, then they're unappreciated. And so you have to charge something. So I didn't even know how much to ask for. (laughs) Because, hey, that was unknown territory. I didn't, I had nothing, no reference point. So I I think I I probably asked for like $400. I I threw my number out there. I, what I should have asked was, hey, what is your budget? But I was up front with this one couple because they were doing their due diligence on their wedding photographer. And they were like, hey, how many weddings have you shot? And I didn't want to lie to them. So I was like, none. You guys are going to be my first. But I did have a portfolio with some creative lighting portraits that I did of some some families. I, I had a little body of work, but as it pertained to wedding photography, I had zero. And I wasn't going to lie, so I told them that uh, we agreed on a price. It was like, I don't know, three, four hundred dollars, which is, which is good money, but not, not, it wasn't enough to continually grow a small business on. But like I said, I would have paid someone uh, because I wanted to learn so bad. So here I am. I'm at the wedding. And I have the beautiful bride in her beautiful wedding dress. I have the cool groom. I have the crazy cousins. I have the in-laws. It was a big wedding. And there I am like, uh oh, hey, it's sink or swim time. But, you know, those, those little inklings of the imposter syndrome kicks in because You start to doubt yourself. You start to think, hey, I'm stepping out of my lane. I need to stick to what you know. Hey, hey, Ruby, Ruby, you're setting yourself up for failure. What if you fail? What if all your photos suck? What if they they get mad? What if you break something? What if all these bad things happen? The imposter syndrome kicks in and it's like, hey, you know what? These people messed up by, by hiring you. And because if you listen to that imposter syndrome that says that, hey, you know what? You're not worthy enough. You're not good enough. Your photos, yeah, they're good, but they're not that good. Yeah, sure, you you can do the job, but you're not going to do a great job. You're not going to be perfect. And I, I already knew that the way the mind works to where I I didn't know as much obviously as I know now back then but I knew I was going to be faced with some fear and I was up for the challenge to face the fears and I was up to the challenge to where I can trust myself to do my best job I knew that it was going to be a growing opportunity I knew that I was going to learn something. And even if I did quote unquote fail and totally shit the bed, I knew that I would 
I would grow, I would, I would fail forward. Now, throughout that day, I was able to find a rhythm. I wasn't tripping over my own feet. I, I was interacting well. I was walking away with the shots. I was coordinating uh, these these group photos. And you know what? As as a, a hairy American man, as masculine as I am, guess what? Your boy Ruby Rube was out posing these brides and the bridesmaids. Yep, you have to step out of your comfort zone. If you want to do something, you better be all in. And I was all in. And you know what? If you were to look at my my wedding photography portfolio or even any of any of my my portraits all of the poses male or female your boy ruby rube had to show i had to place the hands exactly where they were i had to tilt the head ever so slightly lean forward a little bit i had to be the one to, to uh, i hey, Everything was under my responsibility. So I wasn't going to put a crappy photo on anyone. Like, hey, this person messed up that photo. This person did this or that. Nope, that was all on me. So I was able to learn a lot. And I ended up going back home, uploading the photos. And I was like, yes. You know what? I didn't shit the bed. The photos came out good, and to make a long story short, that couple, they ended up happy. Another satisfied customer. So I started stacking little wins like that, and the imposter syndrome, that that doesn't completely go away because as you grow and the demand for your services start to get a little bit more in demand, Hey, then you have to ask, you have to increase your price. And yeah, there was a there was times where I was asking, you know, $3200 for 7 hours. And now your imposter syndrome is going to say, "Man, who who do you think you are asking for that much money? Who who do you think you are to ask for 300 bucks an hour for a portrait session for a one hour portrait session who do you think you are and if you listen to that then you're never going to attempt to do anything cool you do anything great you'll always play small ball you'll you'll never fulfill your truest form of expression and mine wasn't always about money it was just about growth and overcoming and learning a new skill and then hey the byproduct of that is money because when you obtain a skill and you learn a a market where that skill is in demand the byproduct is is money it's, it's an income but a lot of people hey whether hey let's say you, you want to start a little a, a taco truck or whatever you want to be a, a clown artist where you're showing up at little kids 
uh, birthday parties because you have a a talent to blow up balloon animals, but your imposter syndrome is going to kick in and be like, hey, you know what? There's probably other clowns out there who can do better balloon animals than you. There's probably some better taco trucks. Whatever it is, your art, your music, if you have a a desire to sing, to create some music, but you're you're too scared to put it online because that imposter syndrome kicks in and says, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, sure, you're good, but ain't no one want to hear you. Nobody wants to listen to that." You're good, but hey, just stick to what you know. If you always listen to that imposter syndrome, then you are never going to grow. You're never going to step out of your comfort zone. You're never going to put yourself in a situation to fail. And failure is the part of the process. You have to be open to fail. And it's all right. You're going to suck at something. And you can try something and then maybe you learn that it wasn't everything that it meant, that that, that you built it up to be in your head. Well, that's a valuable lesson too because now you can let go of that feeling and frustration that, hey, I'm playing small ball and I'm scared. At least you tried. Another place where I felt imposter syndrome Big time imposter syndrome was doing my first marathon. My first marathon and my first Ironman. Sheesh. You want to talk about imposter syndrome? Um, there was this one swim I was doing. I was out in the middle of the ocean. And I was doing Ironman Oceanside. And I wasn't completely aware of how taxing swimming through the big waves were going to be on me. And there I am. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be gung-ho. I'm going to sprint into this ocean. I'm going to run through these waves. And I'm going to be like uh, a, a freaking dolphin out there. And I do just that. But man, I, I lose my breath. And I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time catching my breath because my wetsuit is super tight. The ocean's heck of rocking. There's thousands of participants swimming to my left, to my right. It's kind of like a little bit of running with the bulls type deal, but you're in the ocean. And then so I think to myself, I'm like, man, what am I doing out here? (laughs) Uh, All my swim technique went out the window. And I told myself, I was like, what are you doing? How, how'd you how'd you end up in this mess where you're now going to be drowning in the ocean, Ruby Rube? How did that happen? But you know what? That was that was my first Ironman. The excitement, my nerves, everything, the whole grandiosity of the moment, being around all these super fit people in their wetsuits. Man, you know, there's also world-class champions and athletes and just incredible 
athletes of all ages and hey there you are right just an average guy I'm just here for for the shits and giggles but your boy Ruby Rube was able to make it through that swim course and the bike course and ultimately cross the finish line with more lessons learned I slayed those dragons and whenever you slay a dragon in a movie you the the dragon gives you some gold you get the gold you get the princess you get the knowledge you get the wisdom and if you do not slay those dragons because you're waiting for someone else or hey maybe I'm just not that guy hey you will never get that gold you will never get that wisdom that whatever you're trying to overcome will reveal to you and therefore you stay where you're at So one of the many points of, of life is to learn. You, you, you're gonna learn today. And it's a shame that some people, up to a certain point, they stop learning at a very early age and they just go the rest of their lives not learning a damn thing. And there was a an excerpt I forget what book I read, but... Oh, you know, it's from a Jordan Peterson book, and he said that um, something along the lines of that the knowledge that you have gained throughout your life has embittered more than enlightened. And that sucks, too, because, yeah, the whole point of, of life is to learn is to sort yourself out is to grow is to slay those dragons and you know what we are never ever going to be perfect and that is another thing that that presents people with the imposter syndrome they think that in order to do something you need to be perfect in order for hey you know what your boy ruby ruby is stepping out on a limb You don't think that I feel imposter syndrome creating podcasts? Who the hell am I? That's what my imposter syndrome says to me. Why would anyone want to listen to you? That's what my imposter syndrome says to me. But I know that doing these podcasts, I'm going to learn something. I don't even know what I'm going to be learning. I'm I'm just going to learn something. And when you go on a journey, you don't need to know where the destination is, is gonna gonna lead you. Like I don't know where this podcast is gonna lead me. I'm just I'm just having fun. I'm just here to grow. I'm just here to learn. I'm just here to challenge myself. And if I had the mindset and mentality that hey I need to have the perfect logo. I need to have the perfect website. I need to have the perfect sound engineer. I need to have the perfect theme music. I need to have this and that and yada yada. Man, how many how many obstacles is that? You don't need to have any of that. You just need to have a phone and something to say. The idea is that you're not going to ever be perfect. But you need to have the courage to at least try. And that's something that I want to really hammer down on so let me get out my hammer from my waist belt because i'm just leaving my construction site and i'm gonna get my hammer and bing 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 you gotta have the courage to try 
Imposter syndrome is going to be that is in everybody's head. The doubts, the fears, the vulnerabilities. Hey, you know what? Not everyone is going to like what you're doing. You're probably going to annoy some people. You're probably going to make some people upset because you are trying something new. And, and you know what? The reason why they're going to get upset or uncomfortable is because they're going to see you doing something, stretching for growth, stepping out of your comfort zone. And then that's going to make them look at themselves like, man, who does this guy think he is trying to, trying to grow, trying to learn a new task? Who does that guy think he is? But you know what? They wish that they had your courage to take on whatever task that was inside them that would elevate their lives. So yeah, when you, whenever you step out to take on a new task, you're going to be in the presence of fear. And if you claim to be brave and if you claim to, be, to have courage, the mighty heart of a lion, but when you... When it's time for you to step out into some of your shine, into whatever realm that is, and you cower, and you say, oh, hey, not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, let me figure everything out, let me, let me have this thing polished. Well, you know what? That's called self-deception, and we all do that, too. Oh, yeah. You know, you're never going to have it, have it all sort it out. The name of this podcast is called Gathering Strength and I love this excerpt from a poem uh, over 2,000 year, years ago. Vietis equitit iundo. We gather strength as we go. You don't need to have a destination in place. You just take one step in front of the other. Um, I think it was Martin Luther King. He said something along the lines of All you have to do is take one step forward and the staircase to your destiny magically appears. So just imagine you are standing on a sidewalk. It's a beautiful day and you have a dream, a desire, a goal, something that inside of you wants to come out and lead you down a higher evolved version of yourself. All you have to do according to Martin Luther King is just take that first step and then a staircase is going to magically appear and you just keep ascending one foot at a time. That's badass. That's not my words. That's Martin Luther King. Another thing is that when you put off your... You know, sowing these seeds of greatness within yourself. When you put off, when you put that off, time goes by, and 20 years from now, or five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, you're gonna look back at today and wish you were this age, with this health, and with this opportunity. Reflect on that. 20 years ago, I was 20 years old. If I I was able to go back at 20 years old and know what I know now, 
I don't know. I I might start my own monarchy. I might be my own monarch of my own country. But anyways, you know what? 20 years from now, you don't want 20 years to go by. And you're still in the same place, doing the same thing, thinking the same thoughts, eating the same foods, drinking the same beers, smoking the same weed, doing the same drugs. You don't want that. You want to grow constantly, evolve consistently, take on new information daily. You can't do what you were doing in your 20s continually all the way to your 40s and 50s. That shows a lack of maturity. That shows the opposite of courageous. That shows... You playing small ball. Man. It's alright to fail. I plan on failing a lot. But. I'm going to be the guy. Who does. My own version of the trust fall. Because I trust myself. To do something. That is. Hey. There's potential for me to fail. But if I fail. I trust myself that I will learn from my lesson and move forward. So I'm going to trust fall on myself and I'm going to catch myself. Let's trust fall into our lives, people. Hashtag trust fall. Anyways, to recap, imposter syndrome is something that we all face. The bravest of us embrace our fears we acknowledge them and despite having those fearful emotions we move forward to express the internal greatness that we have inside of ourselves and we continually grow and thrive there's many different ways that your boy Ruby Rube here at the Gathering Strength Podcast is going to hopefully sow some seeds into you that get you to accumulate and gather your strength. Until next time, boys and girls, it's onward, always onward.